This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Yeah. Awesome talk in the morning. Now on FM 1071. Hey guys, thanks for letting me come in your classroom. Uh. Appreciate it. And Mr. President. Uh, you ought to talk to me about the presidency. You know, when you're president, see all these people here? They're, they're with you all the time. They get to ask you all kinds of questions, and you try to figure out how you can avoid answering them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, at least they thought it was funny. At least they thought it was funny. 507, what's that you looking over there at that face, man? What face? What, what, what I, was... I haven't seen in like oh, okay. 21 yeah. days. You doing you, all right? Yeah, not too bad. How about you? I'm doing great. Good. I do want to talk to you about the Elvis saying, but we'll do that sure. coming up a little bit later on. I'll okay. Think of a way to avoid answering your questions. Well, I so. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the press will laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to answer our well, questions. Because he was just being honest. <laughs> yes. You know, really. Finally, yeah. a moment of honesty from the man. We'll talk about that, too. All right. Uh, so I I uh, had a great day off yesterday. Thank you, Sean, for and I guess right. I was listening at this time yeah. yesterday when y'all were asking if I was listening. And right. he's about to get on the motorcycle and come in, and I was. Yeah, it was close. We was were close waiting. Call. I was about right. to. I didn't. T- I mean, I, really, was, I was like right there. I was ready to go, honey. I just got to go in, you know, uh, which I've done before. <laughs> I am guilty. Well, I told her I, I equated to this. I took the day off. She she's traveling like crazy. Right for the for the company, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen her in about a month. So she was home for the weekend. And I said, and she's about to leave again. I said, can we extend the weekend a little bit by day and get some stuff done that we need to get done? Right. We need some food in this house. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I need some groceries. So that's what we spent the day doing yesterday. So again, thanks, Sean, for coming in early and doing. I know he hates getting up in the middle of the night to come in and come to the early shot. So thank right. you for doing that very, very much. Yeah, the, the groaning is extra loud, extra loud <laughs> at four thirty as opposed to you know six thirty. Well, and so. I love the bit about the lights being off i i you know i guess back when i was jocking slow music mm-hmm. i would have the lights turned down right uh but now i, I just man i've been one of these guys who just likes the lights on i like to see yeah. you know there's an old saying if you can't see it don't touch it and i believe, <laughs> <laughs> I believe in that in so many ways yeah. especially in a radio studio sure. where other people are touching stuff know what i mean i do i hear you i came in here it took me 45 minutes to get the smudges off the countertop but i got them cleaned up out of okay, here it's, good. it's pretty good a little minor housekeeping before yes, the show starts. exactly yeah. right uh so i did learn uh over the weekend i did learn that the shelves are empty because we did go to a bunch of stores and we were seeing stuff just deplete like crazy and not being replaced so that'll be a topic on the show today um a a, a rain river have you ever heard of such a thing no okay 
Don, I am a uh, a weather geek. You know that. You know I do weather stuff, and I don't have a degree, but I just love it. I love talking about weather, and and I got all goofy about it when I was piloting a lot, and because uh, you have to. Sure. And then I just fell in love with the whole weather concept. Well, I I never heard of a rain river until watching the Sunday night game, and they were showing over San Francisco a rain river pouring a river of rain on top of San Francisco. Right. That's what it's called. Yeah. A rain river. And uh, so I'd never heard of such a thing, but man, they got drenched out there Sunday night. Did you see any of that? Uh, no, but I did see. I watched some of the footage though yesterday morning. It's insane. Yesterday, last night's game in Seattle, uh, it got a little soggy there yeah. for a while too. And that was something a little bit different. But it's all coming our way. Now we're not going to get all poured on like that. Oh. But this time tomorrow morning, going to be funky. Mm-hmm. And so this time, tomorrow morning, guys, you're going to need extra time because the traffic's going to be a little funky tomorrow morning. We've got a line of storms that are going to move through here, and all this humidity is going to be pushed out. You know how we do that here. We bring in a bunch of thunderstorms, and it takes the humidity down to the coast. So that's well, what it's going to do. a day or two. Right. No, and then it turns around and comes back. <laughs> yeah. We just play that game all Can't get enough. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's going to happen. Uh, and so when we get close to Halloween, I think the weather for Halloween is going to be really nice for awesome. Sunday night. So. Yeah. World Series begins tonight. In Houston. Uh, 7 o'clock on Fox. Who's the other team? Atlanta. Okay, so I want to talk about that a second because this is hilarious that Houston and Atlanta are playing in the World Series, which means they're going to play where, Don? Houston and Atlanta. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) earlier this year. They'll play some games in Houston, and they play some games in Atlanta, and then they come back to Houston if it's necessary. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) But the point is, they're playing in Houston, which is in what state? Right here in Texas. And Atlanta, which is in what state? in the fine state of Georgia. Okay. So here's the deal. Uh, Earlier in the year, Major League Baseball canceled their All-Star game and moved it from Atlanta to Coors Field in Denver, Colorado, Mm -hmm. because they were mad about the voting law and whatever that was going on over in Georgia, the Georgia voting law. Right. Uh (laughs) So now they have to go to Georgia to play. Mm -hmm. They can't move this one. Right. And then the same thing here. They have been mad at Texas over the abortion law and over the voting law. Right. And they've been want, trying to find a way to get the Rangers and the Astros out of Texas and get them to play somewhere else. You know, So the, the, the two states that the major, major League Baseball did not want to visit, they're stuck with for the next two weeks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I don't believe in karma necessarily. I do believe in divine humor. Right. Right. <laughs> I do believe in a sovereign God who likes to laugh at stuff. And <laughs> just think this is another example of him laughing <laughs> now, now you see I, I, you're you're a, you just mentioned you're a weather geek i used to be a major league uh, baseball geek yeah back years ago right um and i always hated the boston red sox mm-hmm. so you know i when when the when the astros now why is that because you're up there yeah but i grew up in connecticut so you could pick or choose you know, between the New York teams and the Boston teams. Right. So okay. I, I, I and you have, were a pinstripe fan. Yeah, I like okay. the Yankees. You know, and but for football, I always went with the Patriots. Basketball, I, I always liked the Celtics. You were eclectic. You know. I got you. Yeah, a little all over the place. Okay, but uh, yeah. So when the when the Astros won the American League Championship Series last week, um, I didn't think anything about any of that. I was just like, good. Yep. Right. <laughs> let's, exactly. Let's turn Fenway Park into one of those, yeah. you know, Halloween stores that will pop up at the mall for no, a few No, I got weeks. you. I, I hear your perspective yeah. on that. And that's a, that's a decent perspective. Yeah. 
However, <laughs> that, that part, the next part, it's kind of funny, though. <laughs> you know, yeah. they did everything they could to avoid Texas and Georgia, and they're in Texas and Georgia for mm-hmm. the next two weeks. So, right. good luck. Have fun with that, Major League Baseball. I love that kind of stuff. And, and I think that at the end, Major League Baseball and, and fans will realize that they, you know both cities are, are great places to take in some oh, baseball. Oh, that, that whole moving it out of there was just dumb. It, yeah. You know, that's, that's that whole woke, got to be woke, because everybody's woke. And, uh, you know, uh, we got we got to show that we're just along with the woke people, and it's just stupidity, you know. Dave Chappelle uh, yesterday told him, basically, uh, bite my foot. <laughs> yeah, basically. He said he's not changing anything. He's like, not going to bend to any of their demands. Yeah, well, I like what, I like, and I we're going to get into that story. He. We're going to talk about the story. But I, I like how he put it. He said, you will not summon me oh yeah that should be on a t-shirt you will not summon me that's as good as let's go brandon which we got to explain uh was hanging out with some people the other night and two out of the four no two out of the six didn't know what that meant had never heard it so uh we'll explain what that is and and also, I do want to get into this. Democrats accepting the money anyway, even though they're not supposed to. So they the didn't work. Money, right. Yeah. yeah, they uh, left Texas, went to D.C., uh, and it was over the voting bill, and uh, left work. Just basically walked out of work and went up to D.C. for like two months and didn't do squat, didn't do anything. Right. And said, well, you know, when we brought it up, you shouldn't get paid. Then, if you're not going to work, you shouldn't get paid because people over at McDonald's they don't show up, they're not going to get paid. You know, if you show up, if you don't show up, you're not going to get paid. Right. And so that's the way it works. And that's the way the real world works. And the Democrats were quick to say, no, in all of their hubris, no, we will not accept nor seek the money. Well, they sought it, they accepted it, and they done spent it. Yeah, it's, it is not so, you know, it's not just a little bit of chump change here. It's, you know, five figures, $12,000. So talking a lot of money. With Hold you. on a minute. I got to make a note of that because that's info to me. I didn't know. Yeah. Really? Twelve grand, huh? Mm-hmm. Per person. Right. That's their per diem. Folks. Let me go back and clarify that, though. That's okay. Because I just read it, but you know how it is. Well, if it's not, we'll make it up. <laughs> that's how we do it. Yeah. $12,000. 12 grand. Right. $12,000. It was direct deposited into their account. Of course it was. No. no I, you know. I, There's nothing I could do about it because it's direct deposit. My butt. Sure you could. How do you not notice the 12 grand has just been they dumped into your it. bank account? It's not that they didn't notice it. Yeah. They they never intended to not take the money. From day one, they were going to take the money, and they knew that they were going to take the money, and that's how that deal was going to play out. They're liars. That's what they are. They are out-and-out liars. So phones are on at 210-599-5555. I'd love to hear from you this morning. 210-599-5555. Alec Baldwin is not a victim, so get off that, okay? <clears throat> Alec Baldwin uh, has culpability in what happened on that movie set. Quit crying for Alec Baldwin. Stop it. Uh, everybody who is saying, he's a victim, he's oh, we got to feel so bad for him. He said, no, no, and no again. He has culpability in what happened to that young lady. In any number of ways, he has culpability. And he should not be let off the hook. All right? 
And we'll talk about that at 210-599-5555. I'll explain coming up in the next segment. Uh, 210-599-5555. And I'll take your calls as well. And FM 1071. Back on the set of Rust, some crew members had walked off the job to protest working conditions amid reported safety concerns on the low-budget film. Production is now on hold as investigators look into how the prop gun Baldwin was holding discharged. All right, so 522 at KTSA. I'm coming to the phones. William, Johnny, David, 210-599-5555. First, just a couple of comments about Alec Baldwin, and then I'll break this down some more as the show goes forward. But in my view, Alec Baldwin is not a victim, okay? For any number of reasons. You know I'm a gun guy. Have been my entire life. I'm just going to lay out a couple of points about Alec Baldwin. First of all, and this has nothing to do with his politics, has nothing to do with the fact he's a mediocre actor, has nothing to do with the fact of he's Alec Baldwin, that I'm saying this. I would say this about any anybody else, even if they were a conservative actor and they did the same thing. First of all, low-budget movie, you had people leaving the low-budget movie because they had had other discharges. You had people walking off. You had people doing other things because they didn't want to get shot. Okay. So he knew he had a problem. As an actor, he knew there was a problem with guns on the set because people had left that day and said, there's, there's incidental uh, charges going off. That's the first thing. Second thing is, he is a producer on the show. He has legal liability as a producer to make sure that it is a safe environment. Clearly, it was not a safe environment. But because he's trying to save money, cutting corners, and having people there who didn't know what the hell they was doing, you end up with a girl killed and another guy shot. Which leads me to my final point, but I, I have many others, and I'll make them as the morning goes on. The final point I'll make now, however, is that don't you ever put a gun in your hand, whether somebody tells you it's a cold gun or not, and point it at somebody and pull the trigger unless you're intended to kill them. I don't care if it's a prop gun, which this was not, by the way. I'll explain that in a second. I don't care if it's a live gun and somebody says it's empty. You do not ever, ever point a gun at somebody and squeeze a trigger unless they're going to die in your brain. It's very simple for him as an actor, and I, I, I've done this, folks. I have acted before, so I've done this. You point a little bit off to the side. You get away from pointing that directly at somebody, directly at a camera or anything else, and you squeeze after you have checked that gun thoroughly. You open the gun. You look in the barrel. You look to make sure that those are blank rounds. You can tell the difference if you just simply... Here's a guy who has to memorize 120 lines of copy for a scene. He can certainly memorize four pages of the NRA safety. You check it, you check it again, you check it again, and you fire off to the side away from somebody. Now, this was not a prop gun. Prop guns only allow rounds that are the size of blanks. The bullet, as some people commonly call it, the round, what is actually discharged from the gun that sits on top of the casing, won't fit in a prop gun. It's got a narrower chamber. So the bullet, or the, the, the uh, full round that fires the actual bullet at the end, doesn't go into a prop gun. 
This had to have been a real gun. Had to have been. With a live round in it. Johnny, go ahead. You're on, please. Hey, good morning, and welcome back. We missed you. Sir. Thank you, sir. So, um, has it been determined if the if the if there was in actual actuality a live round that killed the person, or was it the trauma from the empty round? Yeah, that's a very good question. And uh, I read three experts yesterday who said who have expertise in this. They're armors themselves, so. Their armorers on movie sets. Uh, she was not close enough. Uh, a a blank can kill you if you like put it up against your head and pull right. the trigger. The concussion from the blank will blow or blow fragments right. of your skull across your brain and kill you. But if you're right. six, seven, ten feet away, the blank is not going to kill you. It's basically paper that comes out. A trail of paper is all you're going to see because it's the end of the blank round. It's what the blank is encased in the powder. So, no, yeah. there's not enough there to be able to cause that much of a concussion. It had to have been a live round, particularly since it went through her chest or abdomen. There's bone there if it went through her sternum, out her back, okay. and then through the shoulder of the guy standing behind her. Another guy. That Yes, right. that was a live round. Yeah. yeah, so then maybe somebody placed that in there to say, well, I'm going to get back even at them for doing a low budget or for no. See, that's those, those are all the questions, Johnny, that kind of fly around right now, and we don't know. I mean, you know, we you know, right. we don't know if we had a conflict between the armorer and the the camera girl. You know, we we don't yeah. we don't know. We, we that's a lot right. of stuff that people are out there throwing those kind of stories around, and right now it's all rumor, conjecture, and all that. What I can tell you is. Alec Baldwin is not a victim. They're making him out to yeah, be a victim. He totally he has agree. culpability here. And if you've ever been around a gun, you open it up, you spin the chamber, you look, you make sure you got blanks in there, you do all of those things before you, and then you never point it at somebody, even if it is a blank gun. Yeah, exactly. Never, never. And one other one other quick thing: when you were yes, sir, about the uh, the uh, <laughs> the Hallmark movie bit that those guys were doing. Yeah, I I missed some they of that. But crazy. Yeah, thank you, Johnny. I appreciate it. On the road. <laughs> okay, man. I appreciate it very much. William, go ahead. Good morning. Um, so I'm just gonna kind of throw it out there and say that Alec Baldwin's gonna try and flip this and make it a Second Amendment issue in reference to. Of that. course, they already have. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah, have. he's he's not. He's just going to sit there and say uh, how dangerous guns are and because he's just so radical. Right. And it's going to go that way. Well, the movie right. studios are already doing that. They're already saying that, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is why we shouldn't have guns in society and this is why guns should be banned from society and this is why in the movies we should use nothing but virtual guns and all these other things. You would expect that the left in America would say, and Alec Baldwin is going to go right along with that, but... Alec Baldwin's got bigger problems today because uh, th there's a real chance he's going to face, at, at very least, civil lawsuits and the possibility there could be negligent homicide charges as well. Thank you, William. Appreciate it very much. David, you're on KTSA. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, Trey. How are you doing this morning? Very well. Thank you, sir. Listen, I, I think that all this hubble about uh, these beagle puppies uh, being tied down and tortured out in the sand, eaten by uh, uh, sand fleas, is, is really out of whack because how else are we going to get our next acne cream? Acne cream comes from this? Well, it comes from the testing done on live 
beagle puppies. I didn't know that. In the middle of the desert. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, are are you being serious, though, that this isn't like a grotesque story to you? Because it really is a grotesque story. No, I'm not being serious at all. I think the guy ought to be arrested. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. We're going to give this guy our kids to take care of? Can you believe that? Well, the entire country, David. And for those who had not heard the story, tell you what, I've got to take a break here. And when we come back on the other side, I'll explain what David is bringing up. And it has to do with Dr. Doom, who I think is an evil person. And somebody will call me and tell me I'm killing people because I don't like Anthony Fauci. But I don't like the man. I think he is an evil person. And I think he's doing terrible things, not only to our society because of COVID and control over us because of COVID, but this dog story is just reprehensible, grotesque, and despicable. We'll talk about that. Of slash vaccines. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. This is the third World Series for the Astros in just the last five years. The last time the Braves went to the World Series was in 1999. The World Series starts on Tuesday. Georgia. Georgia. Does your wife like that song? The Ray Charles version. Yeah. It's the only one. It's the best one right there. Well, Willie's on Stardust, amen. It's not, but it ain't Rachel. 538 Trey Ware, KTSA with Captain Don Morgan. There's Elaine over there back from Vegas. And uh, oh, she's been back from Vegas for six months, but I just got the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, when she was on vacation last week, I sent her an email and I said, Hey, uh, how you be? Where you be? And I get an email back with a bunch of pictures next to the pool in Vegas. And I said, cool, you went to Vegas. So we were just talking. And she said, no, I went to Alpine. I was in Alpine, a music thing. (laughs) Uh, That's not what you sent me over the weekend. So the tequila was good in Alpine. I'll tell you that. She's sending me Vegas pictures. And by the way, thanks for those. Those pool shots from Vegas. You know those pools in Vegas? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great shots. So I'll make sure that I lock those in the locked away file so they don't unintentionally get out and get around anybody. You're a little weirdo. I like (laughs) that. She's got a weird side that you've never seen before. Hey, Chris. What's up, man? You all right? So before I bring this up, um, did you get anything for anybody else from Graceland? I did. Okay. So I can talk about this. Sure. All right. Like me asking got, you in front of two Chris, million people. Chris, everywhere, everywhere I go, I get Chris a, a shot glass because he collects them. But so. he doesn't drink. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to. <laughs> That's right. He's high on life. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, anyway, okay, so I wanted to clear that first before I mention right. the fact you brought me a T-shirt because I didn't want you catching heat. Well, you didn't bring me nothing. Right. right. So this is a taking care of business, faith, spirit T-shirt, which I appreciate that because you... I'm Jill now. You went to uh, Graceland, and I heard you talk about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, great place to go visit and hang out. And right. I almost bought a taking care of business cap last week because Ronnie Tut died while you were in town. Yeah. Elvis' longtime drummer. Right. From 69 to 77, 68 to 77. But uh, it's, it's, it's a very cool place, isn't it? I had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd been to Memphis, I don't know, half a dozen times. Right. But every time we go... Um, to try to to go to Graceland, because you know, we've been to Sun Sun Records, and, sure, uh, different places but, where it all began. Uh, yeah, but we wanted to go there. But every time we go, it's either booked up or it's the last tour has just left. It's all it was always something. Sure. Um, so this time around, we we made it a point to get there early. That's great. Uh, early on, we got there like Friday afternoon. Good for you. So 
And we were there till probably four, four thirty. I like the I like the reason you went. You went to stand in for your mama. Right. That's it was, awesome. Yeah, it was something she always wanted to do. Yeah. Um you know, she was a like I told you earlier, it was I don't think I've gone a day in my life without hearing Elvis Presley's voice. You know, you he was, she played his music constantly when I was growing up. That's how I learned to dance, by the way. Is that right? Dancing with yeah. my mom to Elvis Presley's seventy eight RPM. Awesome. Yeah. And she was going to go to see him the day he died. Um, in Portland, Maine. Well, I'll be. So she and a couple of my aunts were on their way down. He and, uh, obviously, he never made that trip. Nope. They had to turn around and go back home yeah. on, uh, by halfway there. And right. uh, when they opened up Graceland to tours, I think it was probably in the 80s at some point, um, she said, you know, I really want to go. Um, you know, maybe someday I'll get the chance to go. And she never got the Someday never came, so, right? So, you know, after she passed, it was, you know, I always took the, the attitude when somebody passes, you try to take on the best of them and do all the things that they wanted to do. Um, so that was just one of the things that and she didn't really want to do a lot in life. She That was just one of those things That's that cool. she, she always wanted to, to go and check out. So. I got the opportunity to go. That's so great. A lot of fun. You know, same thing happened with uh, with my dad. And I tried to storm the upstairs for you, but because I, <laughs> I, I, I sent you a photo when I was walking into the building, I texted you, said, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, and uh, and you said to me, "Go upstairs." Yeah, <laughs> go, Get upstairs. Up, go upstairs. Check it out, man. <laughs> yeah, Why it's, not? it's blocked off. Yeah, you know, they do. They have a, they have a rope up there, but I I hear you've gotten by a few ropes in your life to make it in the back doors of places. Sure, so I figured you, know, you could I, probably make it. If there weren't so many cameras, I probably would have yeah. taken a shot at it. Well, and the fourth step up collapses when you put your yeah. foot on it, so you wouldn't have made it past it's the fourth step. It's probably one of those you know, invisible electric fences. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Exactly. Whoa, like a dog's got <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a it's a good trip, and I, I you know, I, my dad made us promise on his deathbed that I was going to go. Because yeah. I've never been. I, you know, I know everything about Elvis. Uh, yeah, you do, actually. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, you were explaining the layout of the house to me, and you'd never been there. So. <laughs> What's in each room? And yeah. I, yeah, I just, like you have the blueprints hanging up in your in your house or something. He was the guy when I grew yeah. up. You know, he was the man. Yep. And uh, so I just loved uh, studying about him and learning about him. And I knew uh, uh, Rick Stanley and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Diamond Joe Esposito, who is the short guy who's next to his side in every single picture. Right. Uh, Joe carried everything for him and held his hand everywhere he went. Knew knew those guys, yeah. and uh, so it was you know sharing stories with them and learning a lot from them. So I'm glad you got to go, and thank you for the T-shirt. Yeah, you're welcome. It's very nice. I wasn't about to go there without uh, getting something for you while I was visiting. So well, I, I think that's the first thing I said when we walked into the because we went to the, the the house first, and then you go across the street where they have I don't know it's like Elvis Land over there, or right? Whatever, you yeah, know? there's like b- huge buildings of all kinds of and the airplanes and everything. Yeah, we went on the you know went on the Lisa Maria the airplane. Sure, the, I don't remember the name of the smaller. Hound dog. Yeah, hound dog. You, you hound really, dog one. You basically, you just kind of stick your head in that one and say, yep, it's an airplane. And you know, <laughs> it, it's a small version of a Lear yeah, is what it is. It's just, and, and it's really the one he used to take more than not when he was going to hop over to, to uh, Los Angeles where he had a house too. Sure. And yeah. so he'd just jump on that one and run over there. But he's taking the whole entourage somewhere they got on the Lisa Marie yeah. big airplane. So. Yep. so when we walked into the gift shop, that's the... Where are the T-shirts? And they had, you know, they had a lot of them. That's cool. You know, with Elvis's face on sure. him and different things. But you can get I, those anywhere. Yeah, but I saw that one. It's cool. And, uh, that's definitely one that Trey would. Says that taking care of business, which is what his symbol was. TCB with a lightning strike. Yeah. So I appreciate that very much. Um, and any Mr. Softy uh, on the way up there? No. no. Nope. Yeah. We did. There was an ice cream place in uh, Hot Springs. <laughs> we did. I did find though. Yeah. I can't remember. It's, Kill wigs, hell wigs, something like that. Yeah. It's right there on the main drag. Good stuff. And it was just a you know 
about a five minute walk from where I was staying. So uh, like the last three days I was uh, days I was there, I would get up, you know, at some point in the afternoon, and George was like, "Oh God, you're yeah, I know where he's he going." Again. Good yeah. for you, man. <laughs> Good for you. Okay, I got to slip this in because I promoted it at the bottom of the hour. I I've been putting it off because I it happened like twenty years ago here that a terrible puppy story came up, and I I mentioned it on the air, and it was like one of the worst things ever because people don't want to hear about you know, puppy torture and, and all those kinds of things. This has to do with that evil, evil Dr. Fauci. Now, I, I've been convinced from the beginning Dr. Fauci's up to his ears in Wuhan lab and up to his ears in pandemic and up to his ears in all of this other stuff. That's just, I've been convinced based on the reading. And I know uh, a lot of people don't believe that. And uh, in, in particular, we have one listener who says anytime I, it makes his skin crawl when I uh, disagree with Dr. Fauci because I'm killing people for disagreeing with Dr. Fauci, whatever. You know, uh, I just believe the guy's evil. He has evil intent, and part of his intent is to control us. And he's done it perfectly. I mean, he's really been able to control the American people by changing the goal, moving the goalpost every time you turn around. And now the latest thing is you're not fully vaxxed until you got three shots. It's not a booster anymore. It's just part of the regular regimen. you got to have three shots to be fully vaxxed. So next time it'll be 16 shots, and it'll be 28 shots, and it'll be 110 shots and everything else before you, you watch. You see, this is, this is how the guy rolls. The guy ought to at, at the least been uh, uh, you know fired, I think, probably more like in jail. But uh, now it comes out that the National Institutes of Health have been uh, funding this despicable, disgusting research into live beagle puppies. And I'm not going to get any further in that, uh, but it's, it, it is disgusting. It has to do with insects and so on and so forth. It's terrible stuff, and, uh, and, and they've been behind it. Uh, and and paying for it with your taxpayer money, and they're using taxpayer dollars in the Wuhan lab in China, which I think had a lot to do with the fact that, that the gain of function is is designed to take something that doesn't harm human and, and humans and make it so it harms humans. And their whole point is, well, we have to find out just how we can do this so that we can prevent it from happening. No, they 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 did it, and it got unleashed into the world. Uh, so, and I think I happen to believe in evil intent there as well. And the evil intent with these, uh, puppies that they were using for this, uh, other research is sickening. It is disgusting. It is despicable. And Dr. Fauci, uh, is just one of the worst human beings that you can possibly imagine. As far as I'm concerned, in, in my humble opinion, this guy is horrible. Uh, and he has created a lot of issues amongst us here in America to control us. Through the pandemic, to the fa- to the point where city of San Antonio puts out their trick or treat thing yesterday. It was all over uh, Instagram. Do this, don't do that. Well, city of San Antonio, go to hell. I'll do whatever I'm going to do on on uh, Halloween, and then go to hell. Uh, they're not going to tell me, you know, don't don't let anybody into your house for Halloween. Don't 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 stand at the door for Halloween and hand out hand uh, Halloween candy. Put it out on the porch and holler through the door and tell kids where it is. It's right over there in the bucket. Take a couple of pieces. Oh, go to hell. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, why don't you ruin the rest of what? Why don't you just guys ruin the rest of what's left of American life? Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five. The Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. It is molecularly impossible 
for those viruses that were worked on to turn into SARS-CoV-2. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Sorry we don't uh, believe you. We don't uh, listen to you anymore. 555 KTSA. Trey Ware here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Getting word, of course, it's on I-835, of a really bad uh, accident involving 18-wheeler at Thousand Oaks, 35 and Thousand Oaks. 18-wheeler involved. It's on its side at Thousand Oaks and 35. And a large amount of diesel fuel has been spilled on the road. So you know what that means. 35 is no-go. So if you're coming in uh, and you typically take 35 on down, you probably need to find another way to go because you're not going to be able to get by there. uh, If it's that much diesel fuel is what they're saying on the scanners right now, uh, the police and fire are getting there, then they've got a mess that it's going to take all morning to clear up. Large amount of diesel fuel is what they're saying on the scanners. They're going to route people to the access road right now off of I-35. Again, that's at Thousand Oaks, 35 and Thousand Oaks. Really bad place to be this morning if you're coming in on 35 at Thousand Oaks. And that's on the northeast side of San Antonio. 18-wheeler laying on its side, and now they're closing the highway and telling people to get off to the uh, access roads. Um, past couple of days, I did some shopping. That's one of the reasons I was off yesterday. Thanks again to Sean for coming in early. Um, yeah, uh, the shelf thing is for real. I don't know if you've been out lately and seen, but uh, went to Sam's yesterday. Went to a couple of costume shops, stuff for the grandbabies I had to pick up. And uh, a couple of other places we went to. And the shelves are, are looking pretty bare. And stuff is not coming back. They're not restocking a lot of stuff because they don't have it. Uh, we, we've talked about this before and how, you know, this is the, the ones that are going to get squeezed are not the Walmarts and Targets and people like that. They're going to be around. They're going to be just fine. The ones that this is going to hurt the worst is going to be the little mom and pop shops who depend on this time of year to make it or break it to be able to sell what they got to sell and uh and make their whole year and they won't have anything to sell because they have not been uh restocking because of joe biden's policies have been a huge problem so that's what we're dealing with and and it's for real man i you know at sam's yesterday i couldn't believe how many of those big pallets because they just bring them in on the forklift and set them. how many of those big pallet places were just empty at sam's so all right getting word again it's northbound 35 at thousand oaks uh, which is where this is happening, northbound 35 at Thousand Oaks. But southbound has to stop, too, because they just you can't keep going for whatever reason. When there's something on the other side, you have to stop and look over there. And that's basically what's going on. So northbound 35 at Thousand Oaks, got an 18-wheeler on its side. you got a lot of diesel fuel that's been spilled on the highway, and they are closing it down. More details coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Those ships stranded off bottlenecked ports on the West Coast. So, yeah, that's one of the things I want to talk about is uh, the empty shelf thing. So we're going to get into that. Rudy's like, wait a minute, you're going to talk to me about that? Rudy, Rudy J came in from ESPN, the San Antonio Sports Star Station. Um, so I do want to talk about that, but yeah. I'm, I'm not sure you want to talk. I mean, we can talk about that if you want to. The main thing I want to talk to you about, the reason I asked Elaine to have you come down, man, was World Series stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all that because, you know, you and – uh, Rob doing the, the sports thing in the morning down the hallway, so I just wanted to have a second on that. But, I mean, have you noticed that stuff's off the shelves, empty shelves in the stores? If you ever go shopping? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you do, like, Academy, places like that, you know, everybody's back all full. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Not yeah. all. Not all. Are we on? 
Yeah, we're on. Oh, okay. See, I'm, I'm not used to. <laughs> he thinks because, we're BSing. <laughs> no, 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 because I'm not used to seeing anybody walk around with a headset like That's that. That's pretty cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I need one of those. Because I'm not talking into a microphone. Yeah, no. So but, my, um, this is, see, this is my Troy Aikman look. That's Yeah, you kind of looking like an offensive coordinator. That's exactly what I am. <laughs> so everybody no, doesn't no. know. They, they talk into microphones hanging on stands. Yes, I, I wear a headphone bad. microphone. That's all right. Um, we're good, man. No, but yeah, the lot of you can't find an Astro shirt right now. Yeah, and it'll be even worse if they were to go ahead and win it all. See, there you go. So that's how it goes. I mean, they're what two and a half hours up the street from us. Right, a lot of Astro fans in San Antonio. Actually, we carry all the Astro games on on twelve fifty a.m. Yeah, ESPN. So right. twelve fifty a.m. So same thing tonight. Seven oh nine first pitch. So uh, yeah, uh, what makes this? Why is this going to be? This good... is a good one. This is a good one because this is the redemption tour for the Astros because yeah. the one they won, everyone's like, oh, they cheated. Trash can banging. Trash can banging. They cheated. So. This would be the one that says, hey, just in case y'all were thought that was a fluke or thought we cheated, we're back. They've gone to – this is their third World Series in five years. That's amazing, That's man. amazing. So they're legit. I mean, again, everybody – I don't want to get too technical, but yeah. everybody signed steals what they were accused of. They right. probably went too far right. with the way they did it. But now they're back. And what, yeah. can, and what are you going to say if they win it all now? There's really nothing you can say if you're an Astro hater if they were to win it this year. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's right. It's kind of like the Patriots thing and all that, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and then Tom Brady goes down to Tampa and says, I'll show you. Yeah, exactly. I go, so I'll go to another city. Bingo. You know, so, like, basically another country. Right, what are you going to say now? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. show you. So, yeah, yeah I, I remember the Astros. See, I was spent a lot of time as a kid over in the Houston area. So I go to bat night. So I, wasn't, oh, okay. I didn't live there. My grandparents did. So as soon as school was over, my parents shipped me off for the entire Same. summer. Me Get too. rid of him, man. Me too. Send him over there. So was that the Astrodome, Trey? Yeah. That was the Astrodome. Yeah. Were you over there for that? Uh, I ne- I went to See, Ast- you're younger than I am, so. Not about much. Yeah. Not about much. But yeah, I just remember, I remember playing in the Astrodome on that turf. But see, they weren't that good back then. No, they weren't. That was a big old stadium. <laughs> you know hard to hit home runs in there. This was a little, this is a little small park. Minute Maid is nothing like the Astrodome. Right. As far as like home runs, as far as fence lines and things like that. Yeah. So yeah. But. Should be a good series, man. Should be fun. I think actually Rob and I are going to go up to the game today. Well, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, we're going to go up. I mean, it's going to be a hectic turnaround because we got show in the morning. And, and, well, oh, you're just going to go to. Oh, yeah, you're we're coming gonna, back for the. You're not we, staying over. No, 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 you're no, no, insane. No. Stay there and do the show over there. I know, right? There's got to be yeah. an ESPN affiliate in Houston, right? right. You got to be able to do this, man. Yeah, we'll off. figure it out. So yeah, you know, the, the, of course, the aspect over here being a news station, the aspect over here is the divine uh, humor in all this. Because I, I don't know if I believe in karma and all that, but I do believe in divine humor because. You had the MLB cancel the All-Star game out of Atlanta over a voting oh, rights bill. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, and yeah. And they took it to Coors Field over voting rights. And the same thing they've been trying to keep from playing in Texas because of some of the legislation we've had here. So now the Major League Baseball folks, they got to play in the two states that they hate the most. You know what? I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even think about well, that. Well, that's what I do over here. No, no. But you know what? I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. But the, you know what? There's nothing you can do when the team is in the world that oh, yeah. one of your best teams in the last five years is in Texas is you just kind of got to eat it that's exactly right and that's, what they, it. that's exactly what they're going to do they're going to eat it and they got to go to Atlanta so for the next two weeks now does this you think it's going to go all the way you think it makes what, seven? like seven games yeah mm, I could see it yeah Atlanta's really good Atlanta's not getting Atlanta's like the little little guy in the corner everyone's forgetting about but they're a really good baseball team they went through some tough teams to get here so Atlanta, if Houston doesn't, you know, have the proper fear, Atlanta could win this series. 
Okay. So, But Houston, I think, is the better team, and they win. But I can see it going six or seven. Well, you let me know if you ever want to talk NASCAR down there. Cause that's, NASCAR? That's my thing. That's you? Yeah. All, is it all left turn? Yeah, like, yeah, well, no, they're throwing in some more rights these days. They're throwing days. in some rights? I'm, you know, I'm a purist. I'm not happy with that. But, you know, it's the way of the world these days. Okay. Everything changes, you know. No, hey. So, NASCAR's cool. the way it is. You ever been to a NASCAR event? I of used course. to drive. What? I used to drive. See, we got to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> Two Roosevelt guys. Yes, sir. We got we got great history together. I'll fill you in. All right, man. Thanks for coming no, in. No, no problem. Anytime, Trey. They're up at 7 o'clock over there on 1250. And is it 94.5? 94.5? Yeah. So check them out. That's R&R in the morning down there. So, um, yeah, uh, Warren Ryman coming up. I, just, I have to do this for a second because one of the reasons, and thanks again to Sean for coming in early yesterday. One of the reasons I was off, Nancy's been traveling a lot, right? And she was home for, finally, for a couple of days for the weekend. And so I took one more day yesterday and extended the weekend by a day so that we could do some stuff we need to do. We need to go shopping. We need some groceries in the house. You know, need to wash some underwear, you know, stuff like that that's really important. And so I took the day off so we could do what are you looking at? (laughs) It's true. You are damn near 60 years old. (laughs) You can't buy your own food and wash your own drawers. No, I can't. You have to have Nancy coming. Yes, sir. Need to wash on top of wear, too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly. He does it again. So she was here to wash top and bottom. That's exactly right. He does. He just. I don't you know, know where it comes from. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all them shot glasses yeah, you I bring back so, to right. him. Maybe I should keep a few for myself. Well, Chris, you got to talk about this too, because um, and and please, Don, and and anybody else who wants to jump in here, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, first thing was we had to take Annabelle to get some stuff because they're doing a pink week for breast cancer. Right. And so we went to a couple of costume shops like Party City. Uh, then we went to Target, you know, and then a couple of other places trying to find some of this stuff. Man, the shelves are like, where is everything? Mm-hmm. It's like empty shelves everywhere I'm looking at. Usually a shelf that would be like tons of stuff pouring off of it. It's right. just barely there. Well, and, the good news is they have plenty of what you don't need. Well, see? Okay, I'm getting there. You jumped ahead. Oh, okay. So, that's I, a fine. No, that's good. Okay. That's good. That's you, what I noticed. Yes, yes. So then uh, we went yesterday, Nancy and I went to Sam's, right? Right. And you know how these warehouse things work is they just bring in the pallet, and they dump the pallet there, and they work their way down until they get halfway through the pallet, and they bring in another pallet and set it on top of that one, right? Right. Well, now the holes where the pallets go are empty. There are no pallets. Right. I mean, I'm not saying the whole store is empty, but you know what I mean. Right. You see, like, you, you got a stack of something here that nobody wants, right? Mm-hmm. And then next to it, something that everybody wants, all gone. And they got signs now. You'll start to see signs that say, sorry, we're going to be temporarily out of this product. Mm-hmm. It's now on the shelves, man. Sorry, we're going to temporarily be out of this product so if anybody else is running into this 210-599-5555 now you were you were talking about uh tea or something that you drink well i drink particular tea and you can even tell which one it is if you go to the store it's where the hole is and <laughs> the totally yeah. tea yeah. so yesterday i you know this the i was busy you know people going both ways yeah. and, and i could tell from a distance you know there was only one six-pack and 
in front of me. So was, you're making a dead run. Well, I was he's trying. Like, the six million dollar man. <laughs> he's like, he's like Lawrence Taylor <laughs> plowing through. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to, but there was a lady in front of me, and she was on one of the scooters. Oh you know, no, so, scooter lady! Oh, so push going, her out of the way too. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, well there were a lot of witnesses, and I was like, <laughs> but so I'm just slowly. But then she pulled up right in front of it. And then started examining, you know, looking, and then she pulled it off the shelf and was reading it, looking on your six pack. Yes, she's got your six pack in her hands. Well, see, he's like, you can't do that with his stuff, man. I'm not even allowed to walk in there, right? In that room, don't even look at it. Yeah, right. Well, but then eventually, you know, she she put it back on the shelf and she inched up a little bit and started looking at the T next to it. Oh. I just doink. <laughs> Did you reach over her? It's like, excuse me, man. Well, not Let over, me step on you. Ar- he puts her. his hands on her shoulders and shoves her out of the way on her scooter. <laughs> well, but then she even asked, she's like, do you like that? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're having a hard time getting the particular right, I, tea. I was only able to get one six-pack. Right. Yeah, see, that's the I deal. Took the last one. Have you noticed anything missing? Yeah, that you would normally you know, there get? are things. I'm not a real stickler for anything like that, though. You know, I'll just go with whatever's there. Um but yeah, I've noticed some things that would typically would buy. Yeah, you know, kind of like what he's talking about. Right, those specialty items that you prefer, but it seems to be gone. It's insane what I'm right. seeing in some of these stores now. It could, and that's why you know, folks, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. If the uh, supply shortages have hit you in any way, and I'm not just talking retail. I got friends in business that own like electric companies and whatever, you know, electricians and stuff. They can't get some of the product that they need mm-hmm. to be able to carry on with what they're doing because they're all being told it's floating on a boat. Right. You know, and yeah. uh, that doesn't float their boat very well. Not at all. You know, well, a lot of supplies are in short, you know, they're just, and what people do have, they don't really want to part with. Yeah. You know, they always try, we have to have some wiring done to the house. And uh, I pro- I needed I think it was like seventy five feet of of wire. Wow, for a two twenty, and it was in the hundreds of dollars. Oh, the, easy! You know, it was crazy. Yeah, you know? no, everything is more expensive because of it, yeah. right? And uh, Ron DeSantis over in Florida, he he's done a couple of great things. Well, he's done a lot of great things, but uh, the past couple of days he's done a couple of great things. First is he offered all the officers, all the police officers across America, five thousand dollar bonus if they got fired over this vax mandate foolishness come to florida be a cop i'll pay you a five thousand dollar bonus to come over here and be a cop in florida that's cool that's a great thing but the second thing is we now have reports that all those ships that were trying to get into los angeles and uh, uh the other ports over there are now heading to the panama canal to go to florida right so why not yeah because he opened up the the ports down in florida and said come on bring those ships over here and we'll get that stuff off and get it distributed across america if he's able to restock the shelves in america he's a shoe in in 2024 i'm gonna tell you right now anybody who can alleviate this pain for americans is going to be a a big winner for real for real yeah. All right, so 210-599-5555. We'll make the break. If it's affecting you, if it's affecting your work, uh, if you've noticed the same thing, maybe you've gone to the store looking for a particular item and it's out, or maybe you've seen these signs now that they're putting on the shelves that says we're going to be out of this item temporarily for a while, uh, let me know. Let's, uh, let's talk about this a couple of minutes because I saw it and it was bad. I didn't see it just once or twice. It was bad. 210-599-5555. Pecos Fence Company, the best in San Antonio, the best in Texas when it comes to your fencing needs. It's Pecos Fence Company, cedar privacy fencing, chain link fencing, ornamental steel. They do it all at Pecos Fence Company. The experience really does make a big difference. 
and they offer you free estimates on any of their fencing jobs. All you got to do is give them a call at 210-655-5656, 210-655-5656. They take it from there at Pecos Fence Company. They get you a free estimate on what it's going to take to you know erect a fence for you. They'll even sell you the materials that you need so that you can do the job, and they'll sell it to you a lot more cheaply than the big box stores. That's Pecos Fence Company, 210-655-5656. Give them a shout Pecos will take great care of you. AccuWeather forecast, well, okay, we've got low clouds going to be around today, breaking for some sunshine. It's going to be breezy. It's going to be warm and humid this afternoon with a high near 86. It'll be breezy this evening, mostly cloudy, warm, and humid overnight with a couple of severe thunderstorms late. And these storms can bring downpours, large hail, damaging winds, and a tornado. Now, they're still thinking later tonight. I'm thinking probably this time tomorrow morning. This time tomorrow morning, rush hour tomorrow is going to be quite interesting. By tomorrow afternoon, though, sunny, windy, and much less humid, about 81. And on Thursday, pleasant with plenty of sunshine and breezy and a high near 80. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. So Chris says, I should have texted you, man. Because I checked the other weather, and the weather said, no chance of rain. And I washed the car. Yeah. No. This time tomorrow is going to be a mess. So I'd never heard of a rain river. That was a, This was all new to me. Sunday night, watching the football game, or getting ready to watch the football game. And rain river? What? Never heard of one uh, such a thing, but yeah. Never heard of it either. Um, they showed it. I mean, well, first of all, is it a new was, term, perhaps, for something that we've heard of before? Maybe, you know? maybe. I'm sure there's some sort of meteorological term yeah. that I don't know what it. I, you know, I'm a weather geek. It's just my one of my side hobbies. Right. I've never heard of it, but uh, it it really was. It's like being in a river, uh, actually in the river. You're in the river because it's this intense amount of rain in a very narrow area and it was right over san francisco sunday night when they were playing the football game it was a mess rain river yeah yeah it could sound like a title of an andy williams song right right and you know i get you 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 see the guys playing and you realize well they get money for that they get millions they get a lot of money to get out there and get wet who's the drunk dude sitting up there without a shirt screaming (laughs) in the pouring rain at least he's drunk i mean having a good time he paid good money for those tickets hey one thing that's going on is that and and this is this is becoming a really an issue. The guys who are calling these games, they're trying to cover up the blank Joe Biden shouts in mm-hmm. the background. Yeah, and because they're on broadcast television. You know, the ones that are on cable, you know, still not cool, but they're getting away with it, right? right. But on broadcast television, there are certain rules that mm-hmm. we have to, all right. of us have to abide by, and yeah. the blank word is not one you can use. And so they got a real problem because they're. Like doing the coverage, you know, and he's up to the mound and he's getting ready to throw the ball or, you know, batter, you know, whatever. And you hear blank Joe Biden going on in the background. <laughs> and that's how the whole Let's Go Brandon thing got started. Right. So the other day I'm talking to a friend and she didn't know what Let's Go Brandon meant. She had no idea. So I'd explain, you know, that's that's the politically correct way of saying blank Joe Biden. And it's now taken off right. and to the point where all of these people now are trying to find a way to cover it because it's just taking over the sports world everywhere you go college football game the world series it starts tonight whatever they're shouting blank joe biden not let's go brandon so, <laughs> letting a rip out there in the stadium they are yeah. well and the, you know the rap song is uh number one on itunes and spotify right youtube actually took it down 
because one of the lyrics in the song is the pandemic ain't real they just planned it that's one of the lyrics and um so youtube doesn't been allowed to be played they censored it for that one line yeah so but uh number one on spotify number one on itunes i tried to play it but they put they're rapping let's go brandon over the blank joe biden and it, the blank Joe Biden is like their beat. It's through the whole song. It's not like they say it once or twice. It's the yeah, whole, it's that's constant. it. Right. Yeah. So I gave it to Chris one day. I said, is there any way? But it'd just be a solid beat. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Babe. You know, the whole song. So we decided not to do that. Anyway, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's taken over. So if you're watching the World Series or watching the football game or something, be prepared because you are going to hear it loud and clear. You're going to hear it. Prepare to be offended. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like listening to this show and wearing around everyone. <laughs> Prepare to be offended. All right, so let me tell you about our friends over at South Texas Guns. South Texas Guns is here to take care of all of your gun needs. As you well know, it's hunting time, and I hope you've already made it into South Texas Guns for all your gun gear for hunting season. But if you haven't, of course, they're still there. I'd like to talk to you about gift cards that they have available over there. It's not just guns. they got every gun in the world, every handgun in the world. they got revolvers, of course. They've got semi-autos, of course. they got ARs, of course. they got shotguns. They have rifles, of course. All of the top name brands that you've ever wanted, they've got them there at South Texas Guns with the expertise of those guys that work there. Great guys, South Texas Guns, so that's the place to go. But also, here's the deal, gift cards for Christmas for all everybody on your Christmas list. Uh, gift cards are a great idea uh, because then they can go in and buy the gun. They can go in and buy the accessory because they got tons of accessories, holsters, and everything else. And they have ammo. Too. And if they don't have exact ammo that you're looking for, they'll special order. Special orders are always welcome in South Texas. Everything is. It's just a really relaxed, friendly uh, place to be. Uh, they even put couches in there because guys just like to come over and hang out and talk guns and stuff, which is really a cool atmosphere. So it's all at South Texas Guns, and they got great expert gunsmiths on staff to take care of your weapon for you as well. At South Texas Guns, 281 in Brook Hollow, across the number, TECL, 34221. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. There is nothing more un-American than empty shelves at Bucky's, and Daniel just sent me the picture, and there's empty shelves at Bucky's, man. Sorry, it's not supposed to, this is America. Right. Dang it. Well, they're not out of beaver nuggets, are they? I, I bet they are out of beaver nuts. I guarantee you. Hold on a minute. Let me just look and see. Right. I'll ch- hold on. Check the picture. I was at the Bucky's in Royce City on, hold on Sunday. Yeah. They seem to have plenty of. Um. No, they're they're good. Right. They, they, uh, they got plenty of beaver nuts. They got cheese it and uh, Wonder Bread. So you're good. Oh, see, that's all you need. <laughs> that's, all, yes, that's the staples yeah. of life. Right. You got Wonder Bread, cheese its and beaver nuts. What? What are you saying now? Beaver, beaver nuggets. nuggets. Oh, I don't know. I call them beaver nuts. I mean, and that, they're little bitty things like about that big around. They come right. in, a, in a right in a sack. Yeah, they come in a sack. Right. So you just open a sack and take some beaver nuts out. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. And they're sweet and delicious. Mm-hmm. And so I see them there. So you got Wonder Bread, you got beaver nuts, and you got cheese. No, beaver nuggets, Trey. All right. 
Beaver Nuggets, if it must be, but I call them Beaver Nuts. Because you said the Beaver Nuts thing, and I'm thinking, well, maybe I haven't seen those before. No, it's the, what they sell at maybe Bucky's. Maybe I need to look a little they lower sell, on the shelf. They sell Beaver Nuts at, at Bucky's right. in a sack right by the cash register. Every time you go in, you can ask the girl working at the cash register, where do you have the Beaver Nuts? Yeah, I and dare she says you. Right over here in a walk sack. into Bucky's I right have, now and I ask have, the cashier, where are the Beaver Nuts? I have. Ask them. I do it all the time. All right, sure. And what happens? Are you let out of there in handcuffs, or what goes oh, on? Well. That's never happened, but, you know, it's early in the day. <laughs> it is early. Could happen. Right. So, uh, 35 northbound, of course, shut down, 18-wheeler on its side, spilled diesel fuel all over the place, so you're not getting through there. Why does everybody on the southbound side have to stop? Why? What? Oh, somebody explain this to me. It's nuts. It's nuts. Beaver nuts. Yeah, there's your beaver nuts right there. Right there. Yeah. Why do you have to stop? It happened to me Saturday. I did the Wagner Holick thing on Saturday, and it was at the rim, right? Mm -hmm. So, good Lord, I had to go to 1604 and go oh, east. Yeah. Oh, man. On Saturday, yeah. right? Good times. Yeah. So, I get up there, and of course, 1604 eastbound at I-10 is just stopped. And right. I'm on the motorcycle, and lane splitting is legal in Texas now. So, but I don't do it because people get crazy, and they try to pull out in front of you and hit you. And, mm -hmm. But it stopped. Right? right, so I'm thinking, man, we got an accident up here. I had somewhere I needed to be, and I just gotta go. And anyway, so I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and finally get through a lot of the traffic and get up here. And the wreck is on westbound side. <laughs> now, being world famous San Antonio drivers, <laughs> the whole eastbound side is stopped too. And I, I have yet to figure out why if the wreck is over there about mm -hmm. 50 yards to right. the other side of the highway why we got can you explain it why we got to stop on this side of the highway too i don't know i you know i, I don't think it, it's exclusive to san antonio oh it's I've not seen, no i've seen it happen elsewhere really yeah it's crazy now in boston they'll stop and point at you and laugh <laughs> yeah. you know but they, you know it's <laughs> well, part of the culture it's to, how me, it is, you know? to me all, all of the cops are on that side of the highway you know where they all are now because right, yeah. they're working that accident yeah. so now it's an excuse to go faster <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you look well, at it sure. you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know where them suckers are now they're yeah. over there he's not going to be sitting around the corner waiting for me to come by with a radar gun on right. so now i can go faster i don't need to go slower and I certainly don't have to look and see what the wreck is. I, you know, you see it on the ten o'clock news every sure. night, so you don't It'll have to look. It'll be everywhere. Yeah, just keep going. Keep going, but they're mm -hmm. not over here on thirty-five. Thirty-five is just the worst part of stretch of road in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're up here on thirty-five uh, and you are trying to get into town, southbound does not have the wreck. The wreck's on the northbound side, and they've shut down 35 at Weedner, Weedner, Weedner and 35. So that's Starlight Terrace and Weedner and all of that up there is shut down. So if you're trying right to over here. Yeah, it's right around the corner, of course, you know, where I've got to go in a couple of hours. Oh, they'll have it cleared up by then. I don't think so. You don't think so? Nope. No. Not with diesel fuel like that. I, I doubt it very seriously. They're not going to let anybody run through there until they get it all cleaned up. And they, to, last I heard, they haven't even set the 18-wheeler up yet. It's still laying on the side. So Stupid EPA regulations. <laughs> Come, Come on. on. Just let me drive through it. <laughs> let me go out there with a match, and we'll fix that yeah. diesel fuel situation right now. Take care of the problem real quick. In a hurry. Yeah. Hand out some beaver nuts while we're at it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, so as I told you before, 
Joe Manchin is a politician, and now he says he would support the tax proposals targeting these billionaires. The problem is with these uh, tax proposals targeting these billionaires, they don't only target billionaires. You will end up paying this as well. What are we talking about? We're talking about something that's in this Democrat bill. It's called unrealized capital gains. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday who is a genius, and I said, do you realize what an unrealized capital gains is yes yeah, sorta can you explain it to me well let me just make it real basic okay you invest in the stock market you buy a stock at a hundred dollars year the the value of that stock goes up by 50 bucks that's your capital gain that 50 dollars is your capital gain all right okay in the biden proposal to fund the three and a half to five trillion dollar plan what they have in there the democrats have is to tax that capital gain that you made that 50 bucks even before you sell that stock and put the 50 bucks in a bank account that's called an unrealized capital gain you haven't realized it yet you haven't sold it yet you don't have anything yet the value of the stock is up okay by 50 bucks a share but you don't have that 50 bucks a share because you haven't sold that stock yet. Well, as far as the Biden and the Democrats are concerned, that doesn't whether you have it or not doesn't matter. You have the value of it, so you get to pay the taxes on the value of it. Well, that's only, uh, we're talking the very richest in the world. I take you back to the 1940s when they did this with a thing called the alternative minimum tax. We only have a couple of hundred people that this is going to include. And today, you pay the alternative minimum tax. Because they set it at a level back then that it was only the ultra-uber-wealthy were making that much money. And they never changed the level. So now everybody pays the ATM, the AMT alternative minimum tax every everybody pays that now because everybody's making more money now you know what, what whatever you're making now you would be considered wealthy back in the 1930s and 40s so while it only applied to a few hundred people in the 30s and 40s now it applies to everybody everybody gets to pay it now and the same thing is going to be true of unrealized capital gains we'll trail don't buy any stock so i ain't worried about it okay <laughs> this is the moron crowd <laughs> do you own a home okay i don't know where your home is i don't know what you own but i guarantee you it's worth more now than what you paid for it even if you bought it yesterday <laughs> even if you bought it yesterday it's worth more today why because real estate right now particularly here is increasing in value everywhere you go particularly here so every year, on an annual basis, you'll have to pay the capital gains on your home if they get this done. What do you mean? Well, let's say we hear about it every year. We hear what? The, the Bear County tax appraiser, wherever county you're in, the tax appraiser sends you your appraisal bill for your taxes, right? And you go, wait just a damn minute. My house isn't worth that much now. What are you talking about? I couldn't sell it for that much. And then you got to go argue with them, or at the very least, you got to give them a call, and they get right on the price, or they come down a little bit. 
but you've had to fight with them because they come back with a huge increase on your taxes because the value of your home has increased so much, right? Well, let's just say you bought the house. Let's just pick a number. I, it doesn't matter. 200000 That's what you bought the house for. You paid 200000 for that house. And today, your house, it's a year later, and and how they send you a, a county tax appraisal for two hundred and twenty, so the house gained twenty thousand dollars in value. Guess what? You get to pay an annual tax that year on twenty thousand dollars of unrealized capital gains. You, <laughs> the house's value went up by twenty grand, but you don't have that twenty grand in your pocket. And then the following year, it goes up to 250 and now you got to pay realized gain, capital unrealized unrealized gains, on 30000 And on and on it goes. That's what they're setting up to do. And then when you sell it, whatever that is, now you got to pay the capital gains on the whole lot. So if you paid 200000 for it, and 20 years from now you sell it for 400000 even though you've been paying capital gains, unrealized capital gains, for 20 years, now you sell it for 400000 Now you got to go back and pay the, cap, un, the realized capital gains on 200000 I know numbers are confusing, but especially when you're staring at brake lights. But I can't tell you how insane this is and how it's going to hit everybody. And right now they're all saying, well, it's only the uber wealthy. Yeah, right. Well, in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 40 years down the road, everybody's going to be considered uber wealthy. In other words, what the, the standard of living where right now grows and grows and grows exponentially. And we get to a point where your great-grandchildren are what by today's standards what we're living in today uber wealthy super rich that's the problem with this it's, it's, it's just pure insanity what they're talking about doing here by taxing unrealized capital gains now one more thing and chris i'm gonna talk to you all right one more thing that they're doing in this insane unrealized capital gains business they're talking about and this is bernie sanders dream Going back and taxing previous capital gains, even though the law was not in effect, this is unconstitutional as hell, but going back to five years or ten years backwards in time and laying a tax on you, but it's only the uber wealthy, it's only the super rich, but going back five to ten years ago and putting a capital gains tax on, on earned income from that long ago. They're out of their freaking minds right now. And Joe Manchin says, yeah, I'll consider that because that's only the uber wealthy. I, I think I'm going to go along. I told you from the very beginning, he's a Democrat politician. And in the end, he'll fold, fold like the proverbial house of cards. All right, Chris, fire away, man. Go ahead. Hey, uh, it, I don't disagree with the insidiousness and the ridiculousness of that realized capital, unrealized capital gain deal. But on the AMT, Prior to 2018, you were right. Everybody was getting hammered with the, the AMT, alternative minimum tax. But they changed the rules when they the the Trump tax bill went through. Uh-huh. And I'm a CPA. I haven't seen AMT in three years. Get ready. They really changed it. G- get ready. Oh, I know, but it'll it'll come back. You, you, you're gonna you're gonna Trump owe me a chicken fried steak dinner because it's coming back with a vengeance. It's in this too. And and yeah, part of what but, they're doing with this with the AMT is what they want to do is they want to uh, and and you'll find this out Chris being a uh, a CPA it, they want to sweep everybody into it now 
Everybody. Oh, I know. And, and, and yeah, people were getting caught up in the AMT prior to the 2018 right. all the time. People making 100 grand a year were ending up in AMT, and it was ridiculous. But, well, that's, those yeah, days are coming back. Sure back. They're, yeah. co- they're coming back. So I appreciate you calling. Yeah, on, please. On the sale of your house right yeah. now, if you've lived in it for two years, out of the last five, you get to exclude... 500,000 of gain. They'll probably change that too, though. That is part, that is the legislation that's in there. They will change all of that. In fact, the minimums are going away, and what, what else you're going to find is the death tax minimums. I think, what is it, 5 million? Is that what it is now? It's 12, 12 million yeah. right now. Yeah, they're lowering that too. So you, you, your your heirs get to pay on whatever is left behind. So, and, and of course, uh, you know, most of us don't have that kind of wealth that we're leaving behind, except if you have a family business. This bank bankrupts the family business it runs family business all, all of the stuff they're doing and if you ever if, you, if you're working with family-run businesses christy then you know this all this stuff yeah. is just beating up family-run businesses oh yeah yeah so yeah. one of the worst proposals is getting rid of the stepped up basis but that's probably too involved for for this conversation. that is too involved but man that's a you know what that is a great conversation to have with your people do you have that with your people face to face where you talking about yes. the get rid of yeah. stepped up basis can you can yep. you simplify that in, in like 30 seconds here because that's a really important one yeah in 30 seconds so if i buy a stock for 100 bucks and it grows to a thousand dollars when my heirs inherit that stock they get to change the basis of that stock from that hundred to a thousand right so if they sold it the next day they wouldn't have any gain right but you're talking about doing away with that concept. Exactly. So that when I inherit it, now I got to pay a tax the day mom dies. Exactly right. Even though, even though mom may not have sold that house. This morning, an atmospheric river dumping rain on California, and the first big nor'easter of the season prompting flood warnings from New Jersey to Boston. Rob Marziano has the latest. It's hang around throughout the morning hours tomorrow with strong winds, potentially damaging winds. You've got heavy rain saturating the ground. The leaves are still on the trees here, so any big-time wind will probably get 40, 50, 60-mile-per-hour winds will take down to some trees and power lines. This is all coming from the energy of the system that brought nearly 20 tornadoes in Missouri and the parts of the Midwest over the last two days. This has been a coast-to-coast system. A shorted-out power strip, the cause of a fire at a west side home. Firefighters were called to the 800 block of South, Southwest 39th Street at around 10 o'clock last night. They were able to keep the fire contained to one room and no injuries were reported. According to the Electrical Safety Foundation International, faulty power strips are responsible for more than 3,000 house fires every year. The Supreme Court fast-tracking arguments over the state's new abortion law. Arguments are set for a week from today. Dr. Amna Dermish with Planned Parenthood of Greater Texas says she's heartbroken that she's having to turn away women at just six weeks. I'm being forced to carry out the state's agenda, a radical agenda that was always about scoring a political victory. The high court ruled that the law is going to stay in effect pending the outcome of two lawsuits. One is brought by abortion providers. The other is from the Department of Justice. A total of 31 illegal immigrants in custody. They were intercepted by U.S. Border Patrol agents. Agents conducting traffic operations at the Interstate 10 checkpoint in Sierra Blanca were alerted to a, semi-truck, a semi-truck by a canine unit. And then during the inspection, they found the immigrants hiding among some crushed aluminum. The driver and three occupants were turned over to the sheriff's office. The immigrants were evaluated and processed. 702, here's sports. The wait is finally over, Astro fans. Tonight, Houston will host the Atlanta Braves at Minute Maid Park for Game 1 of the World Series. First pitch is slated for 709. All three Texas NBA teams are in action tonight with the Spurs hosting the Lakers. 
Rockets traveling to Dallas to face the Mavericks. Both games tip at 7.30. And the University of Texas men's basketball landed the 18th-ranked best player for the class of 2022 in a commitment from Dylan Mitchell. The six foot seven small forward is the second five-star commit for Texas, putting their current recruiting class at top 20 in the nation. For San Antonio Sports Star, I'm Rudy J. It's 702 KTSA Accu.